Okay, this is better. Hello, everyone. Welcome. <laughs> Today is Wednesday, January 4th, 2023. I am still Solid Blue Sister, and this is still my turn to talk. Get, get it to work now my music's working all right so um a smart car player knows when to go home um hey blunt ninja welcome um in minnesota did i say welcome to you i can't remember back two seconds but welcome um why do we gamble with destiny do you believe that life is already predestined no matter what we do so that's what um I want to know. I mean, when I say a smart car player knows when 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 to go home, it's like, do we um do we like to test things and push them to the limit until we get that oh shit moment? Like we should have stopped. Um, and I'm not necessarily talking about playing cars or going to Vegas or you know. Um, Atlantic City, wherever. I'm just talking about just in life. Do we ever just push it too far? 
like um here I go again talking about that bully that's 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 on the you know you know playground does that bully ever push you too far you know um because actually they do because nowadays you have bullies that you know you're messing with this meek little person that you think is meek and mild and which they probably are but inside they're they they are fuming they you know they are really really getting pushed you to their limit where the next time the bully is you know going hard on this little guy or whomever this person that they're being that that's being bullied pulls out a gun and bam bam bully is no longer an issue true now this other person may go to jail probably but did that bully push you too far so you know do we know when to go home you know have you ever been at a job where your boss just pisses you off so much that one just curse him out and next thing you know you're fired or vice versa you know that boss push you just a little bit too far and hr is calling them to you know down to human resources and they're they're fired or once again you know you have that worker who says i'm i'm sick of it pulls out a gun or pull you know gets their fists whatever you know so why do we seem to um push it why why do we seem to just want to consistently um push things beyond the limit why do we i mean why why do we do that I mean, is it something that, um, is it something that we, uh, for, for whatever reason, we, you know, <laughs> we can't help ourselves and we just continue to do it? I mean, why do we, I mean, why do we do that? And have you guys ever been pushed to the limit where I'm not saying you go out and kill somebody, but you know, you go, go off on some, some people. I know I've been pushing my limit where I where I go off, you know, but I do believe that everyone has the potential to go that extra mile. Well, um, welcome, D. I think people have the potential to go that extra mile that may go beyond just cursing somebody out. Let's see. Uh, see, crazy lady says yes. Uh, fear of failure or being judged for quitting. But Brina, when you say fear of failure, um, failure by who? I mean. If, if you're gambling, is it failure? Or is it the fact that it's an addiction? Or is it the fact that, you know, maybe you're about to lose your house and so you're gonna go, go gamble? I mean, at what point 
you know, do you know that you need to get up and go home, that you need to stop talking, that you need to shut your mouth or else somebody's going to put their fists in your mouth because you just keep talking, 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 talking. Let's see, Brina says, I walked off a job once prior to that. I told my boss I needed uh, help numerous times. I was a dishwasher where there was five of us. Finally, it ended up being only me for a few weeks. Really? I grabbed the salad girl. We walked off and went to the movies. Wow. Wow. I just think some people take failure too seriously. If it doesn't work out exactly as expected, uh, people might feel like a failure. Okay. Yeah, I don't know about that. Some people just don't. And when to shut up. I mean, right. Some people don't know when, when, when to shut up. So I'm going to go back to your job. Did you, I mean, I'm assuming that you found out, I mean, did he call you guys back in, call you say, I'm sorry. Did he just hire somebody else? Did he go back there and start washing the dishes himself? I mean, did you ever find out what, what, um, what happened? People just kept quitting, and I told him I couldn't do it by myself. They probably just wanted to, to save money. I mean, but even but even then, you know, and that's when I say, you know, for for your boss, um, you know, at what point should he have known when to go home? That here here, you know, people are are quitting. So you're the dishwasher. So of course, you know, the work is is piling up. I'm assuming that it did. Um, so at what point, at, at what point, um, does someone, does a boss like that realize that in the end, you're going to lose money? I mean, to me, you know, it, it's always been more expensive to hire people than to fire them or for people to quit. It's expensive hiring people. Piled up, literally, I, I can't imagine. But you know what, Brina, you say the two times you spoke to him, he just gave you a raise on, on the spot. Okay, um, but it's to have, have to rehire, you know, but a lot of times for some people it's not about the money it's like dude it's not the money it's the work you know you can pay me you know you know five hundred thousand dollars a year which would be really really nice you know but the work is still there i'm not going to be able to work any faster because you're paying me more money why don't you you know use that money and hire more people you know and that's where i think that um um, exactly. Nobody could do it all, all alone. And see, and that's where I think that with, yeah, I'm going to talk about COVID, um, where COVID exposed things that we already knew, you know, whether you like it or not. And, you know, and we're still seeing it two years later, you know, where people are not going back to work, you know, people, you know, you know, they may need money, whatever, but, you know, it's like I was working at that job for I don't know how, how long. You guys always treated me like crap. Hey, 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 Mr. T, you know, you guys always treated me like crap. 
you know, um, the, the customers treated me like crap, depending upon what industry you were in, I'm not going to deal with it anymore. So you have people who have not returned back to work. And you have a lot of people who started a lot of businesses in their basements and, and, and their garages and their bedrooms, you know, whatever. Um, you know, and I guess it goes back to, to one of my shows when I say, you know, about finding yourself. But when people don't know when to go home, when people don't know when to stop, when people don't know when to stop, those are the people that get hurt. Those, those are the ones who uh, get hurt either financially and then sometimes, as I said, that bully who keeps coming to school, taking my lunch money, come back with a baseball bat or a gun, whatever, and then all of a sudden the bully's parents wants, want to know, well, what happened? He was such a nice boy. Well, no, we've been telling you for how long that your son is a bully and you're telling me that I need my kid to, you know, toughen up. Well, he'll toughen up in prison. You know, and that may seem cold, you know, but again, it's like, you know, um, why do we, I mean, and, and I say gamble with, with, with destiny because it's like, um, let's see, Blunt says it's garbage. They don't deserve our loyalty or our work ethic. Uh, let's see, Blunt says, Sabrina, my job used to do that, overworked me and didn't hire someone to, to, to help me. Uh, but then after 13 years, they let me go and hire two people to replace me. You stayed there for 13 years, Blunt? Wow. You know, I mean... People, those card players, I'm just going to say that because that's in, in my title. Those are the card players that will push and push and push and push and push. You know, um, if you're playing black blackjack, they'll keep flipping the card, flipping the card, trying to push it to, to 21. You know, whereas some people are like, when I, you know, you get to 16, 17, you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm not, you know, losing any more money, but why again, um, do we push it? And a lot of times it's at the expense of other people. You know, you have people who, um, let's see, prove were resourceful. Yep. Sometimes I don't know when to quit, but crazy lady, when you say you don't know when to quit, in terms of what? In terms of if you're playing a game, if you're, I mean, in terms of life, when to quit? Um, is it hurting other people? See, and I put it like this. If you don't know when to quit, um, if it's not going to affect anybody but you, you could go on and do whatever you want. But if you not quitting or stopping something, um, affects other people, that's when I think that there's there's a problem. You know, that's 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 when I think that um you know uh <laughs> you can go somewhere and sit down when it's affecting other people. So, 
sometimes crazy lazy sometimes my mouth overruns my ass now we we've all been there we've all been there i know my mouth has overrun my ass many times <laughs> But, you know, those life lessons, they kind of, you know, keep your mouth out of your ass. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, I don't know. I I, I just think that um, for whatever reason, um, we just need to learn step step back. So I go to my next question. Do you believe that life is predestined no matter what we we do? Like no matter what you try to do, no matter what you, you know, say, no matter what you buy, no matter where you live, no matter, you know, whom you marry, um what job you have that your life is already predestined i mean do you believe that if you if you say if i had only married that that girl if i had only married that guy my life would have been blah 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 do you think you really would 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 have been and what i mean by that is yeah you may live in a different house you may live you know of course your children would be different um but would you be happier? Would you be sadder? I mean, Crucible, welcome. I mean, what do you think? I mean, do you do you think that, you know, I dated this person instead of that person? If, if I had gone to prom with this person instead of that person, you know, um, I don't know. If you look back at your life, where you were 10 years from now and you can fast forward to now do you think your life would be that much different if you changed a, a couple of things and when i say predestined i don't mean that you know we can determine when you know when we're going to die or or something like that but um what do you think you know, but even if we did, did, you know, you know, the whole death, death thing, here I go on, on, on death again, you know, um, some of us have seen final, final destination. So does it matter if you didn't get on that plane or didn't get on that bus or didn't ride with, 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 with your friend in, in that car? Does that mean that you may not have gotten on, on that plane in January, but you got on the plane in June and the plane still crashed and you still died? So, and crazy lady, um, welcome. So crazy lady, you know, you being the, the, the tarot <laughs> reader, I mean, what do you all think? I mean, do you think that we can really determine um, what we 
can we determine our actions in the present will determine our actions in the future? Crucible, welcome. Hello, Solid. Hello, everyone. Yeah, as far as the whole predestined thing, I don't necessarily believe that. I mean, I don't know how religious people are, but there there is something people refer to as God's plan. So I think there's a general blueprint that gets laid out based on our DNA and our personalities and things like that, our families. But I think it's a very broad bl bl blueprint, and I think free will and individual choices then kind of fill in fill in the blanks. But you know, as far as meeting a person or marrying a different person and whatnot, I, I don't forget what the what the what the terminology for it is. But um, when you it maybe it has something to do with probability or laws of reason or order or whatnot, but when you meet a person, let's just say it's a it's a man or a woman that you're going to be dating. Let's say it's just a friend or a coworker. They inevitably will introduce you to their circle and introduce you to their circle, and it becomes like a pebble in a pond. You get all these concentric circles coming out that would be different had you met up with a different person because they have a different circle, they have a different personality, they have different wants and needs that might influence yours. Um, I have a real quick story to tell you. You know this person, Solid, and it has not been a very pleasant journey between me and this person for a number of years, and it involves money. Uh, but this person happened to be looking for some kind of an opportunity in a, in a very, very fast-growing industry in my state and called me to see if I knew anybody. And I didn't think I did, but I did. And so I ended up calling this person. I hooked the two of them up. Long story short, I, I have now an opportunity to do something that I would have never, ever in a million years had had this man not called me, a man who I, to this day, personally loathe. But because of the circumstances set in motion 10 or so years ago, when I lent this person money, we, by necessity, needed to stay in touch. Like him, he didn't like me, but we had a bond of necessity. And it led to something that could be one of the best things that have ever happened to me. And that would not have happened had I not engaged him early on. So we make one decision, but it influences so many others because the people we bring in with that one decision bring a different perspective and a different angle to our lives than person B might have. I agree with you and I disagree with you. Um, um, without going into detail in terms of what Crucible is is talking about. Crucible, I have to ask, ask though, um, the person that you were dealing with, um, you still would have met these other people without him. Correct? Crucible? I'm sorry, I muted myself. Yeah, I did know this person already. That's why I, I hadn't spoken to this person in years, though. We were, we were friends, but he had moved away, and we just lost touch. It would have never in a million years have crossed my mind to pick up the phone to say, are you still involved in this particular business? Because it was new to, to my state. He was involved in it in other states. I had no idea he was even still in Illinois because he had moved to Florida. So I did know the person, but I needed this other external, this third person, to set the wheels in motion. Otherwise, I would not have been aware that this person was even doing that. So I'm not sure if I answered your question or not, but 
I, I, I knew the person, but I would not have, it, would have not, it would not have led to this opportunity without a push from this guy. Okay. All right. And DMAC says, Brina, I agree. You would be ifing your whole life. What if I never got on Podbean? Would I find out about Solid Blue Sister on TikTok? Oh, boy. You know, I, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because you do, you do meet other people. I mean, you, you know, through, I mean, through the things that we we do i mean through pod being i've i've met a, a a lot of people you know through podcasting just you know just the things that i do and like i said yesterday up until i started podcasting you guys never would have seen me on social media at all i still don't believe in it um as i said i don't believe in people posting photos of their kids and putting it on 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 you know social media um I don't think it's fair to the kids. They have no choice to say, don't, don't do it. Um, do people really care? You know, and that's how I've always been. Do you really care about your kids, you know, birthday party, you know, whatever. Um, but I started podcasting. So my life has changed some somewhat. Um, but I think that had I not have been doing this, my life still would have been on track for the things that I want to do. You know, I've always wanted to own my own business, which I do. Um, it is a successful business. I still would have done, done that. So are there things in your life that even though you may not have met this person, you weren't on Podbean, you weren't on TikTok, you weren't here, you weren't there. Do you think that you would have found your way somehow to still accomplish the things that you wanted to do or possibly met these people in a different way? Chrissy, well, um, well, welcome. Shelby, welcome. Welcome to the panel. Hi. Hello. <laughs> um, I don't think that, to answer your question, I don't think that um, I would have known about any of y'all had it not been for Jester's pod thing. So I, you know, I just think that it was a blessing in disguise for me because I consider all my pod thing people that I follow and talk to as my friends, because I have no friends here where I live because I live in the sticks and I don't know nobody here. <laughs> You know, every time you say that, Shelby, you know, that makes me sad because I think everyone should have friends, at least one or two. I, 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 I truly, truly do. But I'm going to put myself out there and y'all may get, get mad at me, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask this. How do you see, and Shelby, I'm putting you on the spot, so I'm going to pick on you here. Um, how do you see friendship that is a virtual friendship as opposed to a flesh and blood friendship with someone that you know and you can touch them and hug them well not me because of covid 
you know, I don't do the hugs and kisses anymore. I don't Sorry, do y'all. a lot of hugging either. So <laughs> you know, so but um, but I mean, but you 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 understand what 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 I'm saying? I mean, I understand when you say you know that you know that, that they're your friends and stuff. But is there a difference between a virtual friend and someone that? Hey, you want to, you know, go to the movies, you, you know, you want to go shopping, you know, you want to go sit in the park, whatever. Well, I'm a homebody. So it doesn't, you know, the virtual thing actually works for me more. Because I don't have to go out and one, they don't have to see me as the person. And two, um, I don't have to worry about leaving my house. <laughs> okay, but when you say they don't have to see you as the person, what do you mean? They don't have to look at me. They just see a picture. They don't see the real me. But don't you want that interaction or don't you miss that that interaction? Not really. Hmm. I find that interesting. Oh goodness! No, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I guess I find it. I find it interesting because I've, I've always just, you know, me. I always, even when I was little, I was always running up to people, saying hi, and you know what have you. Um, whereas, you know, my sister was the more laid back person. I was always, you know, just that, that not social butterfly thing, but it's, it's very easy for me to, to talk to people. I can stand, you know, in line at, at, at the market and strike up a conversation with the person in front of me, behind me, whatever, no problem. And when they're gone or I'm gone, I'm like, you know, have, have a nice day. And they're like, yeah, nice, you know, nice talking to you, you know, whatever. I probably will never, ever see that person again, you know, but you do have that interaction that's in person. So Shelby, that's, that's what I mean. Now, I used to, could do that. I used to go, you know, years ago when I was in my 20s uh, until I t was like 35, 38, between there, I could go to Walmart and be like you, strike up a conversation with just anybody. But now I, I just don't, I can't. It's not feasible in me to talk to just anybody. Okay. All right. Now, Chrissy says, uh, Salah is hard finding a true friend that won't backstab you. Um, Crucible says, having no friends definitely sucks. Uh, then Chrissy says, uh, okay, she's saying hello to everyone. <laughs> we do not hug. <laughs> okay. And then Brina says, there's not much difference. Uh, Chrissy says, I feel like people can hide more online than in person, but I love my pod being buddies. Okay. Yes, Victoria, welcome. Um, Okay, so, you know, Chrissy brings up a good point. People online can hide, hide things. I mean, you know, you, you can see your neighbor every single day and not know that they have people buried, you know, in, in their, their basement. You know, you know, we all, when, when the doors close and the windows are closed and you don't hear, hear people's voices, you know, um, you don't know what is going on. But Shelby... And Shiley, I, I, I am, I am coming to you. Shelby, do you ever feel that 
people may be hiding something? Oh, yeah. Who doesn't? Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, I guess hide a dark side to them. Well, I have a dark side, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) That's what some people tell me. Okay, Shelby, I'll leave you alone, but I'm going to come back to you, girl. Hey, hey, shy lady, thank you for being patient. Hey, <clears throat> I'm driving, so if I drop, uh, it's not my fault. <laughs> yes, Okay, <laughs> so my two cents is I value friendships, as you know, and this is more, more on a personal, a personal level uh, for me and Solid, I haven't seen her in years, but I have known her for like almost 40 years, seriously. And we used to gather and we've maintained a friendship since 1984. I value her friendship. I love her like a sister, but I really miss seeing her. I really miss, because um, we live in different different states. We live in, live in different regions of the country. And I miss hanging out with her and I'm gonna make it my business this year to see her. So that's just what I want to say on a personal thing. It matters to me. Shailene, you are breaking up. You have dropped dropped off. Person, seeing their laughter here, it just it's just different. When you see them in person, you can laugh with them. You can see the sparkle in their eyes. It's just different. And I miss that for my friend, Solid, and another one of my friends. So that's my two cents. Or maybe that was 10 cents. (laughs) That was 10 whole dollars. And I appreciate you, you too. No, and and Shelby, I I guess, um, and Crucible, I am am coming back to you. Uh, Shelby, I guess that's that's what what, what I mean. Because, you know, Shailene and I, you know, we talk on on the phone and and we text, you know, and you know, she knows what's going on with my son. I know what's going on with with, with her with her, her kids, and we just laugh and joke and and you know, the last time we actually saw each other, it was as if we had just seen each other the day be- before, but it had been a couple of years before we we saw e- e- each other then, you know, but. You know, we've just maintained a good re- relationship, and Shy Lady and I think three other people. You know, it's like I have that relationship with them, where where I have virtual friends, but I, you know, but the friends that you can touch, you know, and you can, you know, talk to them, even though I can't touch her, you know, whatever. But you know, it, it's it's just it's just a it's just a a a a, a friendship. You know, and I have a friend that's in 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 Minnesota that was in a a um uh yes Minnesota family. I'm 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 talking about your brother, um who was in a horrific car accident this this past summer, and you know he I've known him since I was four, fourteen. You know he's like my the brother that I never had, and I dropped everything. And I, and I flew, flew out there. I've been out there so many times. Um, but those are the people who you just, you know, you just have those connections. And again, you can touch them, 
so Shelby, I guess that's that's where I was going. Well, I mean, I I do have one friend that I do talk to regularly, solid. Um, <laughs> and one day I do hope to meet her in person, solid. Um, <laughs> but, you I mean, will. You will. I mean, I mean, we laugh and joke and cut up. Yeah. Um, you are one person that I know that I do not have to hide anything from. I can tell you anything and I know you won't judge me, but you know, feeling my way around right now, I'm like, you know what? I don't, I, I feel like I don't have to just, it's not like walking on eggshells. It's, it's more like I don't have to tell everybody everything I can be anybody does that make sense mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um not that i fake who i am it's not that it's not about faking who you are it's just i don't have to say a whole lot about myself okay all right all right crucible crucible you still there I know I kind of left you, you hanging for a while. Yes, I am still here. Um, yeah, I, I, I understand where Shelby is coming from, and, and I certainly understand where Shiloh is coming from, and I'm, I'm right there with you. But, you know, I've been um, participating in Podbean for not quite a year and a half. I'm not sure. Maybe it's close to a year and a half now. Um, and I consider a lot of people on Podbean on different shows and whatnot to to be my friends, but I, and I'm not trying to create a class system or anything, but I believe the primary difference for friends you've met in person versus friends you've met virtually, generally the people that you've met in person, your, your relationships are going to go back a fairly long way. They're going to know personal things about you. They're going to know your family. They're going to know maybe your work history. They're going to know maybe your, your dating history. They're going to know maybe a lot of your secrets. And there's a, there's a bond that gets formed over a many, many years. And there's a bond that gets formed when you're talking one-on-one, -on -one, when you're face-to-face. -face. There's a different intimacy that gets created in that atmosphere that I think people find invaluable, which is why they, they really cherish those personal friendships. However, let's fast forward as you get older in life and your friendship circle shrinks, and it, and it does happen for a lot of people. Even if you had friends, you can only control one half of the friendship. So if that starts to shrink and you start to feel like you're not connected anymore like you used to be, virtual friendships can be a godsend. And I'm not really sure we should be making the distinction is one better than the other. They're different. They're going to serve different people, different needs. And you may even cut to the chase and say, well, a virtual friendship is better than nothing. Not a bad one, not a bad virtual friendship. No bad friendships are better than no friendships. But when you reach a point in life where face-to-face -face in Shelly's situation, she's in a rural area, or anybody who can't get around, or they just have lost touch, they moved away, whatever the circumstances are, you need a connection. And if social media can do that as destructive as it can be, um, Podbean is, is much healthier than a lot of the other ones. If that 
fill that hole and give somebody some sense of feeling a part of something bigger, a community, if you will. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I do think there's a, a significant difference between the face-to-face friendships we develop and the virtual friendships. Both are very important depending on one's circumstances. Okay. Okay. And also, I just want I want to make something clear. By all means, I was not saying that one was better than the other. I was saying, do you miss it? Do you miss that that interaction of you know going somewhere in person with 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 with, with someone? And Crucible, I'm I'm gonna have to disagree with you again. And I know you think I disagree with you on purpose, but I don't. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I if I disagree, I I I I disagree. But I disagree that as you get older, your friendship circle shrinks. Um, I do believe that, and yes, you can only control one half of a friendship. I totally get, get, get that. I mean, um, I understand that when, you know, when you're single, you're doing this and then all of a sudden you get married and you're not doing this or whatever. Um, I understand that when those children come, your life changes because my life changed drastically from a Sunday to when I had my child on a Monday. I'm going to mute, mute, mute you guys. You guys have background noise coming through. Um, you know, so I I understand that. You know, but I also believe, and I can only say this for the relationships that I have had, and Shy Lady's not not the, the only one. You know, the relationships that, that I have, we have managed to maintain those relationships. Even virtual friends that I have met, that I've met in, I have met in person, that I see, some of them I see on a regular basis, some of them I see, you know, every so often, you know, whatever, those virtual friendships that I've actually met, you know, it's work. You do have to have, both parties have to be involved. But I do believe that, you know, it's possible that, when you're 90 years years old at your funeral um yeah you may not have you know your your friends from high school because some of them have passed away but it doesn't mean that you still cannot meet other people and as i have said on the on a show a, a couple of weeks ago you know i met this 80 year old woman when my mother-in-law was in town um that is is a hoot and we've been talking and I mean, I met her through my, my mother-in-law, we went out to lunch and we've been back and forth talking and, you know, seeing each other, whatever. I, en- I enjoy that, you know, um, you know, she's, she's, she's older than me, but again, those are, that's the relationship that I wanted and she, she wanted. So it is possible to expand your friendship circle, even if that other friend did not stay in touch with you. Right. And I don't disagree with that. And I have that, but that's, it doesn't prevent your original friendship circle from shrinking. And and you and I have had this conversation and I don't want to be too heavy on the gender thing, but I, I think if a lot of people were being honest based on their personal experiences, and I know many, many men who share this with me and nobody's mad per se, nobody's blaming. This guy never called me both. We sort of accept it that 
women have a much tighter social bond. They are much better at keeping in touch. I don't know why that is. I'm not trying to stereotype. I think it's a positive thing. I wish men were more like that. I did not do that early on in my life, and I'm paying a little bit of a price for it now. I try to own my, my, my involvement. In things. I've tried to make up for it since then. It might be a case of too little too late, but I, I just talked to my friends and as they get older, we had our bond was going out to drink, chase women, watch sports. Most of those things are off the table for a lot of men as they get into their 50s and 60s and whatnot. They don't have the appetite for it. So they turn to their kids, their grandkids, and their families, which God bless them, there's nothing wrong with that. So you can expand your circle in new ways, but it doesn't prevent the old circle from shrinking, at least based on my experience and several men that I know, their experiences. Okay, so you just said your old circle from, from shrinking when before you said your friendship circle from shrinking. And I'm just, and I was just addressing the friendship circle. I'm not talking, I wasn't talking about the old circle because you did say- well, that, that, is, that is the old circle, my old friendship circle is what I meant. Okay. All right. That is the circle I was referring to, the friendship circle. All right. Chrissy says, uh, uh, solid to that. I don't talk to anyone in my city anymore that I used to be friends with. Some, I suppose, were not true friends, and some just wanted to be a number on Facebook. I'm good here. Uh, and Crucible says, D, I try not to take it too personally. Uh, <laughs> okay. So D says, solid disagrees with everyone. That's what we like about her in this show. And y'all, I'm a. And, and I'm gonna tell, tell y'all, I disagree if I if I disagree. I'm not trying to, to disagree to get better ratings or anything. If I, I have my own mind and if I disagree with something, I'm going to disagree. I'm not going to agree with someone just because, you know, if, if 10 people say this, then and I'm the only one over here saying that, I have no problem with it. I am not going to agree with someone just because. So uh Cynthia Beth, welcome Cherry Tisdale and Mr. A again, welcome. Mama Bear Tracy, a formal welcome. Crazy, a formal welcome. And Jack Robertson, a formal welcome. And PBJ, whoever sounds like peanut butter and jelly, welcome. <laughs> Crazy, I'm starting to get like you, I'm telling you. So, you know, um, um, you know, and, and again, would your life be different if your friends that you had way back when were still in your life? You know, um, you know, would, would your, would your, would your, you know, would, would your life, you know, be different? Would it, would it be, be the same? Um, shy, shy lady, did you want to pop in anymore or are you still driving? Hey, no, I'm actually in the store. So, I probably won't be saying much because I'm in the store. I don't want people to hear what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I'm good. I just typed something in there because I'm in the store. I was just okay. going to agree that you are you are that person who says that I don't agree with you. I, mean, I don't care how good of a friend or whatever. It could be your own sister. You're like, I don't agree with you. So I got my own mind. And that's one, one of the things I liked about you is that you can offer a different perspective and just because you don't agree with me. And it's cool. Well, well, thank you. Some some people don't don't like that, but oh, but, I know but, I, I know plenty of people like that. Trust me, that's why I said it. If you don't agree with them, they're like think you know you're the worst person in the world because you don't see what they see. And I, I got people in my own family like that. It pisses me off. But anyway, that's another. <laughs> that's, another that's another topic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Okay. Well, thank you. Uh, Kurt Christie says, honestly, as long as you have that uh, one good friend, I feel that's all you need sometimes. Mr. T says, even in 40s, my friend's circle has gotten smaller. Uh, see, everyone's saying hello, hello, hello. Uh, and Brina says to Cruzville, I always remember the story you told about checking hockey scores on a date. Too funny. Women, D says women just do better at this. Women uh, form sub, sub, substantive, deeper friendships. I, you know, I agree, but I disagree because is it just the fact that men are, you know, I don't want to show my feelings. I want to, I don't want to show that I really like that guy. So, so therefore, I mean, uh, you know, uh, come on. I mean, because, you know, yeah, I'm going to talk about my, my, my dad again, but you know, up until my, my father passed away, he was playing cars and dominoes and everything. I mean, he had his friendship circle. Yes, he used to work work at the post office and he had his friends from the post office and stuff like that. But I mean, he 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 was more of a social butterfly than 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 my mother was. You know, um, you know, so again, is it the effort? Is it that again I say if that friend is not calling you backward then, you know, trying to meet other people? You know, I mean, because everyone wants to feel validated. Everyone wants to feel that 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 their friendship means something to 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 some people. I totally get that. I totally get 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 that. But um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Got to call close to the three. That's that, that's no problem. Crazy. Uh, Chrissy says, I believe it's because we're more emotional and mental thinkers than men. No offense. Um, Crucible, uh, you dodged a bull and walked away with a good story to tell. Well done. Shalee says, Sally is right. She will speak her mind <laughs> without tearing you down. Sometimes I do uh, to tear, tear people down. You know, I mean, I don't know. I, I, you know, um, you know, and, and the people who I, the people who I'm friends with, um, we appreciate each each other and I would even say even my virtual friends so again I ask you know um are you that car player that when it comes to friendship you just need to to go home and go find another friend if that one friend isn't working out um do some of you you know and going back to the whole marriage thing when I first started do some people wish that you know would their life be different with you know, uh, would their friendship circle be, be different? Would anything be different in their life if you didn't marry this particular person? You know, do some people um, wish that they hadn't? And that I will say, since Crucible brought up the whole gender thing in terms of the women, men, the the the, the, the friendship things, I'm gonna get some some heat on this one but i truly believe that men in terms of relationships get comfortable and they will i won't even say they put up with stuff i will say men are 
have no clue sometimes in terms of what's going on around them. Uh, welcome, Grid, and welcome, Mike. Um, that men will either ignore or assume that everything is okay in a relationship when it's not. And they'll just keep right along, you know, they'll just keep thinking that everything's fine. Whereas women, they know that something's not right and they will be more willing to walk away. Um, so again, that's where I ask, would your life be different if you guys were in different relationships? Um, be it a relationship on a personal level, male, female, husband, wife, your partner, whatever. Or I would even say if it was a friend, you know, um, I think men tend to put up with more. Whereas women, it's like, you know what? I'm tired of this. I am walking. And then when women walk, men are like, well, what? What? But the, the answer was in front of your face the entire time. Crucible? I think that's a very, very good point, Solid. I have seen it in my own life with my friends and some of my family. Um, you, you see it in the news quite a bit. And there's no, I'm, I'm working anecdotally mostly. I don't have any statistics in front of me, but the consensus seems to support what you just said. And, and that is women in cases of divorce overwhelmingly, and I, I think the statistics, I don't know how recent they are, something in the 70 to 80 plus percentage of divorces are initiated by women. And I think it's for exactly the reasons you, you outlined. Men do get comfortable. I think that's a contributing factor to the erosion or the attrition of friendship circles among men. We get comfortable and we think everything's fine. He'll call and he wants to talk to me. And I say the same thing. He'll give me a call one day and nobody calls anybody. And pretty soon the thing has atrophied to the point where, is there anything there? Yeah, maybe. Does anybody feel like trying to resuscitate it? Mm, not really. But in the case of a man and a woman, you don't have two complacent people. You have one complacent person, the man, and you have a, um, a very, I'm not going to say very unhappy, but a, an unhappy second person, the woman, who is going to drive change. She's going to allow complacency. And that's when the man gets caught off guard. He's like, well, I didn't think everything, I thought everything was fine. And you can get away with that with another man because he's doing the same thing. You cannot get away with that with a woman because she's got a different agenda and a different mindset that is in conflict with men when they get to a certain point in their lives. So I think you make a very important distinction. Men contribute to the, to the demise of their own friendships as well as to the demise of their marriages in a lot of cases. Well, I'm going to say this again. Well, I didn't, well, <laughs> I'm going to say this, but let, let me read some of the comments first. Uh, Chrissy says, I only regret that I didn't get a career going first and then start a family, but I don't regret um, not talking to the same friends from, from school. Chrissy, I can say that one thing, one advice, piece of advice that my parents gave both my sister and I, which I am so glad that they did, especially my father, is have your career first because 
depending upon who you marry, that person may not want you to have, have a career. It may become a problem, but do what you want to do first and then get married. I got married later in life. I don't regret it at all, but I, you know, do appreciate that, you know, the person I married is not someone who you can't do this. You, you can't do that because that would not have lasted, at least not for me. Um, Let's see. Uh, my true friends were all men. The girls always bullied. Sherry Tisdale says. Um, and Chrissy says, I think that goes both ways to Sherry. Mr. T says, yes, it would be different. Um, yeah, Mr. T, I did d disagree with you. Uh, Chrissy says, why can't both sexes just understand each other better? Only in small doses. No marriage for me. Thank you. And Chrissy says, Sal, I'm doing the career part now, uh, but I have have babies. No, no, no problem. As long as you're you're able to do what you want want to do. Um, and Chrissy says it would end in divorce or murder. Now, one thing that I that I do that I do say, and I'm going to say this um, where I have had conversations, and women, I know. I'm going um, I'm going to say that I believe that most women have, not all, but most women. When you talk about your respective spouses, sometimes you say, I can't stand them. You know, I can just kill them. I can, you know, whatever. Um, whereas men, you know, you they may say, oh, she gets on my nerve. Oh, she's, you know, she's fussing too much, whatever. But I think with with women, you know, just some of the conversations that I've had with some of my friends and with other women, you know, it's like I think if 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 men really knew what was being said, that maybe they would see things differently. Because I, because you know, you know, I'm, you know, stats do say that women are the main ones that want a divorce. Why is that? You know, so, um, you know, and, and I truly, truly believe that, you know, men just get comfortable thinking that, oh, well, she'll, she'll be here when I get home and then you open up the door and <laughs> she's not there, you know? So I don't know. Sh shy lady? You still in the store shopping? I'm in my car now, so <laughs> I can say what I want to say freely. Okay, what was the question? I'm sorry. I mean, just in terms of women basically saying, you know, I can't stand my husband, I can't stand my boyfriend, or I just want to kill him, or I just couldn't like knock him upside the head when he said that. I mean, just, I mean, stuff that is, it sounds funny, but again, there's some truth to it. Whereas men, Absolutely. they just complain about, you know, you know, she just keeps complaining because I, I, you know, I left the toilet seat up or something like that. Whereas women, it's like if you listen to these complaints, if you really listen and see the frustration sometimes that women have, it's like maybe their the divorce rate wouldn't be so, so, so high. And maybe, you know, people wouldn't say, I wish I had married some someone else. I'm going to be biased because I'm a woman, but I feel like a lot. Of, I feel like most of the time men create this crap. I really do. I mean, they're for real. I mean, if you would just act right, do the things you want to do, you, you'd have me like your bestie. I mean, whatever you want, 
you got it. But when you want to act up and act a fool, you know, I can go there too. But I think men, I think men, you know, like I said, I think they create a lot of stuff. And if they knew how we really feel, they wouldn't, they wouldn't act the way they do. Well, Charlene, let me ask this. Do you think, and I'm asking Charlene because she's on, on the panel. So ladies, you, you, you can join in. Um, do you think that they really don't know or they're just playing dumb? I think they don't know. Okay. I really, I mean, I think they don't know, even though I try to communicate sometimes with my husband about certain things. And it's like, dude, I don't understand what you, what you don't get, but he'll, he'll say that I don't communicate that well or whatever. He'll say, I can't, I can't read your mind. But anyway, no, I as mean, they say, two sides to every story. There are there are two sides to every story. And, you know, Shelly and I, we, we've had these conversations where, you know, I'm just like, you know, you, 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 you talk to your respective spouses, whatever. And you're just like, just never mind. Just never mind. Exactly. You know, exactly. You know, just, you know, it's like, exactly. you know, and you just walk away and you just say, never mind, because it's like talking to a brick wall. So, you know, you know, I think I, I think the problem is that and I'm going to I don't mean all men, but I think for the most part, men don't have the, the compassion that most women have. I guess nurturers like biologically we're nurturers and they just don't seem to have the same type of, you know, that spirit that we have. They don't they don't seem to have that, in my opinion. And that's what create some of the frustration because they 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 lack compassion and, and you know in, in a lot of cases okay so shyly to what crucible said then do you think that that's one reason why men tend not to have more friends than women do i think so i really do okay all right all right so you know and and because i i look at husband and, you know, I know he has friends and every, every spring he goes to um, Catalina every, you know, spring and he on this three day fishing trip, you know, where I'm like, oh, good, go, 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 you know, and you're like, don't fall overboard, <laughs> you know, whatever, you know, but I mean, it's, 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 you know, I just look at him sometimes and I just shake my head like, what don't you get? You know, why did you do that? Why did you say, say, say that? You know, I mean, just, I don't know. I don't know. Crucible, I know you're itching to say something. Well, I, what I think is, is, is interesting about, you know, the conversation between the genders and the friendship thing is, is it feeds into, into stereotypes, but we all probably have more than one example, you know, of, of, you know, shy lady was given one about her husband and you have one about your, your husband. And so it sounds like a stereotype be that a lazy stereotype, but then when people start to relate, you know, their personal experiences and whatnot, you have to say there, there is some truth to it. What, what I don't understand, and I'm speaking as a man, cause I've been in that situation, unfortunately, many times where the woman has just lost patience with me and, and, and the relationship has, has ended. And 
you know, what I've always been puzzled about is not just with myself, but with other men is, you know, we seem incapable of making a course correction. You know, I have a personal example of some family members over the holidays where I was unfortunately privy to a conversation between a married couple and that was not uncomfortable. I was not comfortable with listening to it at, at all. Um, but, and it was all about along the lines of you haven't been paying attention sort of a thing. I just don't understand as there are so many experiences like that collectively and individually, we as men, we have not gotten the memo. I don't understand that. And I speak as a man. So how long is it going to take for you to get the, the um, memo? I think I have it now, but it might be too late. <laughs> so, guys, welcome, 86 Bad bad Love, welcome. Um, so, is it just the fact that, you know, men don't get the memo? Because, again, I go to, you know, the, pre, the, the pre-death thing and Crucible, I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick on you um, because... You are single. I heard on a show one time that um, men will say that they don't want to marry. They don't want to be married. They don't want to be married. They don't want to be married. But sooner or later, there's a point in their life where they wish they had gotten married. They wish they did have kids. They did wish they had what some of their friends have. Whereas for women. Women can say, I wish I had never gotten married, but they have no problem being a single parent. Do you think there's some truth to that? I absolutely do. That's a very good point. That's, that's very true. Um, I don't, I, you're absolutely right. I was going to say, I don't remember very many women saying they regret becoming a mother at all, but I know a lot of them who regret having been, been married. So I think there's an important distinction to make between marriage and, and children, I think women, when they get married, I don't know how committed they are mentally to the marriage because everybody has doubts when they get married. But I know for sure, having known my mother and my siblings and my sisters and other people, I know for damn sure that they, when they decide to have kids, generally speaking, barring a catastrophe, that's not something they typically regret. So I think are kids the reason women get married, knowing at some point, they might discard the man, but still have the children to to hold on to. I have no way of knowing that. It's probably true in some cases, but I, I think women find marriage important to a point, only not to say only, but primarily because it delivers other important things to them. But at some point, I do think the man in their mind has sort of quote unquote served its his purpose. And I'm not going to say he's disposable at that point, but he's certainly not um, indisposable. But, okay, but Crucible, uh, hold on, let me read what Mr. T says. And welcome to everyone who is on on TikTok. Um, Okay, Mr. T says, I am a caring man raising two daughters. Um, I'm sensitive to things, just uh, uh, too busy for friends. Let's see. Uh, you guys are saying hello to each other. Chrissy says, Crucible, I don't re- regret them, but I worry for them because of this world. That's why I won't have more. Uh, no, no problem, Shelby. Um, okay, so, but Crucible, do you think that 
women feel that men have served their purpose or do men treat women as if they've served their purpose? Meaning, why do some men leave their wives or their girlfriends for a younger model? Why do they feel that, you know, that if this woman, you know, is, 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 is older and things are starting to sag, that, you know, things are better with someone that's perky, you know, but that perkiness may cost you more. And that's, you know, a fair, I mean, that's a fair you know, point. I have, I have male friends who have been in that exact situation. They have have a couple of kids from a first marriage. The, I, I thought in, in, the, in a couple of cases, I thought the woman was still very attractive. So I didn't, wasn't really a sagging issue, but clearly they were either bored or the, but the person they did end up marrying was at least 10, 12 years younger. They're very happily remarried, but they're very glad that they had those kids with that woman. It's, and, and he's made that distinction. She was a great mother to my kids, and I wouldn't change that. But, you know, people do outgrow each other, and, and it's time to move on. But I do think men do the same thing for different reasons. But so when you say for different reasons, then so this is where I'm, I'm going to have to have to compare whose reason is better. I mean, is it better to, when you say that, a, that a, a woman has, has that a man, that a woman no longer needs this man that they've served their purpose, serve their purpose in what way? Well, I think when men become unhappy in a marriage and they, they want to move on, men are, and again, I'm stereotyping here. They, they're very visual people and they do want the younger trophy wife that you want, they do want, you know, maybe the, the, the fake boobs or whatever it happens to be. They, they trade in their current wife for a younger version because that's what appeals to them. That's what they makes them feel young or makes them feel vital, you know, vitality. Women, on the other hand, I think they get their energy from feeling like they're being heard and listened to and cared about. And when you're married for 10, 15, 20 some years, and, and you've made examples and everybody's getting, where men just tune out. They are, they're, they're there, but they're not there. And so that's where that did as fast. So this satisfaction comes in. And again, I don't mean to be so, so generalizing so much, but so the, they're doing the same thing for different reasons because they're each seeking something that is missing. And what's missing is different for each of them. If that makes any sense. It does. It 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 does. Um, I I just think that you know, when men do that, I mean, do they wish they had not married that person? Do they wish they had not been with that person? Because I do believe that a lot of men feel they wish they had not been with that person as opposed to men feeling they had not been with with, with, with that person. Because with men, when, when men tend to go with that trophy wife or that trophy girlfriend, they're the ones who usually, in my opinion, end up getting hurt and wanting to come back to what they threw away. Whereas a woman, if she walks, she's pretty much gone. So, Shiley, do you agree with me? Do you disagree with me on that? Or anybody in the chat? Um... Well, this, you, you are you're you're breaking up. You're breaking up, shy lady. Sorry. Okay, you sorry. Breaking up. So, 
Crucible until Charlie comes back. Do you want to? Do you want to uh, comment on that? And um, Rena says men are attracted to physical appearance, while women are attracted to what they hear. Um, Chrissy says Rena's sad but true, but that's why so many men get used for their money, just like a car. It costs a lot. Uh, Bad Love says, why do men trade a solid 40 for two ditzy 20s? That's a very good question. Maybe they're looking for excitement and need to feel um, alive as they age. Shade says he's making uh, some very good points. I know people who are like that. Uh, Okay, so Crucible. Yeah, I think now that I've been thinking about this and listening to to, to you and, and everybody else a little bit, I think men and women both approach marriage they probably approach it if if they're, if they're thinking clearly with some trepidation um and some some doubt it's only natural but i think they both go into it wanting a family and and wanting children i think they all know certainly in the last 40 or 50 years the divorce rate has gone up significantly from what it was back in the day so realistically you're going in knowing the statistics say there's a 50 50 chance this marriage is not going to make it i think people that knowing that that could happen and it does but they're going to come out of that knowing that they've got a couple two three whoever the number is of children that they both love that were created in a loving situation and i've talked to to guy friends of mine who did not want to continue to be married to their wives but they were were overwhelming in their praise of them as good mothers so i think they're willing to sacrifice the marriage because in that sense of all good things must come to an end, but it wasn't for naught because we produced some, some very special children that we'll always have for the rest of our lives. We're not, the children are never going away. The marriage can go, away, but I think both parties have that to show for the effort. They just need different things later on in life. I think Brina makes a very good point. Women want to, want, to be, want to feel a certain way and they want to be heard. Men want to see things and feel a certain way, but they feel a certain way from having somebody younger with them that gives them a reminder maybe of their, of their youth and whatnot. Women just have different needs. Both people have different needs later in life, and that's why they're okay with the divorce because we can always point to we got these kids out of it. Okay. All right. Uh. Let's see. Um, Mr. She says, in my marriage, I was a trophy. I apologize if I'm missing some comments here. My chat jump. Uh, Taurus says, physically, appearance is nothing. What matters is what's in the inside and what the heart has to offer. This is true. Uh, Crazy, can you say... Me, me compa better, please. I probably didn't say that correctly. Um, Crucible, yes, some men want kids, but only for the woman to do everything, which is sad. You know, and, and, and that's another thing, too. It's like on other shows that I, I've had, you know, we've had people who have said, you know, women are the nurturers. We're this, we're that, we're this, we're this, we're that. Um, I do believe that's, that's true to a certain point. I don't believe that, I mean... You know, you have some people like, oh, well, you know, the women take care of the kids up until a certain age. And then especially if if they're boys and then when they get older, then, the you know, the father takes over because he's going to teach them how to play ball and football and all, all this other stuff. It's like parenting is a two. Person street. If you all are together, both of you guys should parent. 
And I do believe that men tend to have, you know, it's like women do most of the work, you know, and I personally believe that if you are a housewife, a housewife should get paid. I think, you know, being a housewife and a mother is definitely a six figure job, if not more. And you'll have some men who are like, oh, come on, whatever. It's hard whether, you know, you have or, you know, if you're the Waltons, whatever. But you may, you know, the man can say, well, I go to work every day and I work hard and blah, blah, blah. And I'm, you know, I'm paying the bills. Okay. But <laughs> while you're at work, I'm also working, you know, so I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Brian says, my son's sister's mom left her. My son's dad has full custody, has been raising her since she was six months. Now all women are natural nur nurturers. You are very right, Brina. Um, uh, Chrissy says, my bio father did that. He had kids only to brag about the fact that he made kids, but that's it. Okay. Shelby, welcome back. Hi. I, I have something to say. <laughs> I kind of figured you did. So <laughs> <laughs> um, what we're talking about now, um, um, we're in the, I'm going to divulge some hurtful things about myself. So get ready. Um, in our situation, we have two grown kids. Um, I stayed at home, of course, and he works. But I still stay at home and he works. Um, I was a housewife. I took care of the kids. I made sure they went to the doctor when they had to go to the doctor. I made sure that they, you know, went to their extracurricular activities and, you know, whatnot and everything. All bills were paid and this was done and that was done. Um, Can you still hear me? Yes. Okay. Now it's a, um, now that the kids are grown, we walk separate paths. He still goes to work, but I'm here alone all day, every day. And that's why I said earlier about, you know, Podbean being an outlet for me and the people that I have come across, I consider them to be friends. Um, is because, you know, like I said, we walk different paths now. I'm not saying we're not happy, but I'm not saying that, you know, we're on the same route. If that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. It, it makes a lot of sense. And, you know, I have to ask people, um, goalie welcome. I have to ask people, um, just from what uh, Shelby said and Taurus, uh, communication and honesty and trust uh, is what Taurus said earlier. Um, and Taurus also says, I think people live in their trauma, not willing to apex it and move forward. But Shelby, let me ask this. If people are being truly honest, if couples are truly being honest, I don't care if you person for 60, 70 years. I don't care if you're Rosalind and, and uh, Jimmy Carter, who've been married 70 plus years. Do you think that people the majority of couples are really soulmates are really meant for each other before they even say i do shelby 
Okay, repeat that. I'm sorry. I was trying. <laughs> I had to change out my my headphones. I'm sorry. That's okay. Do you think that people are really meant for each other? The majority are really meant for each other before they say I do. You know, that's a hard question to answer. Um, for the simple fact, not well. I would. Uh, that's hard to answer. <laughs> I think. Um, because I mean, some honestly, are, some are some people, some couples do compliment each other. Um, don't get me wrong. Some couples, there are a lot of couples. Oh, I mean, you know, we had friends in the past that they, you know, really complimented each other. Um, but since we've moved out here to the sticks, as I call it, I don't have access to those friends anymore. So, you know, I can't just, you know say hey let's go here you'll have to come pick me up though <laughs> you know um but in our case we did compliment each other at, at one time now it's not so much so this is where you know going back to the title of of my show when um when i said a smart player knows when to go home so is that when and i'm not telling you to do this at all um, you know, because I personally think that the majority of couples who are married, who are together, who are boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, I don't think they should be together. I think that people get married because they want to be married. I think people get married because they want to have children. I think they, people get married because they are pregnant and they may be forced to marry. I think people get, get, you know, they're together for reasons other than why you should be together. And I think that that's one reason why um, you have people who back a hundred years from, you know, a hundred years ago, or even 60 years ago, um, people stayed together because they had to, you know, women did, you know, the, the 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 job market the career field was not the way it is now for women and i think that back in the 40s and 30s and stuff if the opportunities were the way they were for women back then as they are now you would either see a lot of women who did not get married who waited to get married or the divorce rate would have been high back then also right so i truly be believe that and i think one reason not to get married and one of the worst reasons to get married is I don't think you should get married just because someone is having a baby, because in the end, the child's going to suffer. I truly believe that 100 percent. Um, you should try to prevent that beforehand. I also do not believe that your parents should make you get married or tell you who you should marry or, you know, try to 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 guilt you into a into a relationship. Um, I don't think your partner should try to, you know, guilt you in, in into a relationship. Um, right. You know, so, you know, that's what I say, you know, um, do you believe that the majority of people who are together should not be together? So, uh, Shy Lady, are you, are, are you back? Yeah, I'm in the store, but I'm not around anybody, but I don't, I don't have anything real heavy to say, but that I agree that a lot of people should not have gotten married 
I mean, people, a lot of times people get married for the wrong reasons. And sometimes people could feel like they're all, you know, lovey-dovey in love and that this is the right person. And then they can start seeing things about that person or they may change or the person may change. And it's just not what it used to be. That happens a lot too. They, they think this is the one, this is the one. And, and things just go south. I agree. Okay. It's, don't, don't get me wrong when I said what I said. I still love my husband dearly. And, you know, the same with him. But, you know, it's just, you know, the... And we have an open line of communication. There's, you know, nothing wrong there. Um, it's just that, you know, he's gone doing what he does all, the, all day. Because he works a lot of overtime. So I don't see him but maybe five or 10 minutes a day. Okay. Okay. Crucible. I'm going to start wrapping it up here. Crucible. Well, yeah, I think, you know, to just to kind of step back from it to, for, to more of a macro thing to kind of circle back to your original, one of your original questions, you know, when we make a decision to get married or to form a friendship or to take a job, um, to move to another city. It's easy to look at that in, the, in, the, in real time as one decision. And it really is technically speaking, but when you really step back from it, it's multiple decisions because the person you married is, is, gonna, is gonna determine what some of your friendship circle will look like based on their friends and their families. You're going to take a job that may lead you to meet a coworker that, like Shy Lady, you could be friends with for the rest of your life, or maybe could lead to somebody to giving you an even better job down the road. Or you move next door to somebody who becomes your. I mean, the decisions are endless, but we don't always think of them as having moving parts attached to them. Where like, I'm just taking a new job, I'm just going on this date, or I'm just getting married, but then we don't realize all the ancillary decisions that are going to be made for us indirectly or directly because of the path that we chose. So you don't want to create a life of such magnitude where you're afraid to take a step because it might be the wrong one. But just understand that, that when we as people embark on anything in our lives, it's one decision at that moment, but it's going to lead to lots of things down the road that had we chosen somebody else, our lives would be completely different. But I don't think it's particularly healthy to look back. I've certainly done it. I've regretted when I have done it because you can't fix it. You can change it going forward, but you can't fix it, you know, going backwards. So I think it was a very interesting discussion about how decisions we make early can influence our lives well, well down the road. Okay. Tori says, never get married or get a credit card. You'll never get out <laughs> neither of them. I just say be be careful. And shy lady, I know we disagree on this one, but this is another reason why I say live with the person before you marry them. I mean, live live with with them. I mean, and I'm even to the point where when people have have roommates, do a trial run before, if it's possible, before you sign that lease, you know, whatever, because you just don't know what you're. You know, you, you just don't know until you're actually with that person. Shelby, you have any last words? Um, yeah, to that, we did live together before we got married. Okay. So, um, I mean, sometimes that works and sometimes it don't, you know. But um, 
Um, I just think that I'm like you. Everybody really needs to think long and hard, you know, about. And men, typically, when they ask a woman to marry them, they want that gratification of the answer right then. And to me, I think, if you know, if you're asking somebody to marry you, give them the, the courtesy <laughs> to let the woman think about it. You know, Shelby, you know? and and that's we 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 did a show on this a, a couple of months ago, and that's why I say don't ever ask someone to marry you in 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 person. Don't ever do it because either your feelings are gonna get hurt and you're gonna get pissed, or the person could say yes just because they feel pressure, and then the next day it's like, nope, I don't want to. Why to marry did I you. do that? Why so did it's I like don't all man? these all these public, you know, getting on, you know. Um, the jumbotron and doing it at, at, at Aunt Sally's, you know, 85th birthday party and all this other stuff. Mm -mm, Don't, don't do it. Don't Don't do it. it Don't do it. But you, you make a very good point. When men ask women to, to marry them, they expect an answer. Maybe they, maybe they've talked about it. I don't know. But again, that is something that you need to, 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 to think about. You know, you can put it out there and say, you know, would, would, would you marry me? I'll let you know in three days i'll let you know next right. week, you know whatever but let me think you know, on this you let know? me but think on it so, yeah so yeah their egos get broken <laughs> if they don't get an answer right then you know and i'm just like i mean in our case we we were together you know and he asked me and then i was like you know well sure because we were together we didn't i wasn't pregnant i was not you know in any position to say no um, I was working at the time. I had my own job, my own car. My, I had an apartment that I was paying rent for. He didn't have to pay rent, you know, but he was living with me. But I mean, he paid all the electric bills and stuff, but I just paid rent myself. But it's just, the, you know, these guys are like, you know, I need an answer now. And, you know, <laughs> if they don't get it, they're like, oh my God, she didn't answer me right away. You know, no, I mean, that's just like in, um, what was the movie, um, Working Woman, when um, um, uh, Alec Baldwin asked, uh, I can't remember who, who the uh, other person Melanie was. Melanie Griffith? Yes, asked, yes, asked Melanie Griffith to marry her. And she, and, and she was like, maybe. He was like, well, what do you mean, maybe? You know, like, right. What do you maybe? mean? You know, yeah, right. You know, so maybe I will, maybe I won't. Can I think about it? You know, and then he ends up, you know, that same night, I think, sleeping with her, with her friend. So, you know, yeah. so, you know but yeah. So, um, and, and bad love says definitely live, live with them. Um, I used to believe in soulmates, but my uh, outlook is different now. Okay, Shelby, that's what you're saying. And then Bad Love says, uh, soulmate's just a term that screams I'm your only choice because it was fated to be that way I call BS. Right. Okay, so. My, and then Bad Love says, my ex-husband asked me about 20 times before I said, yeah, uh-huh. you know, and he still became your ex. So, you know, at least you did, you know, you, you, you know, you, you thought about it. So, you know, but. And don't be scared to say no. If the man asks you, don't be scared to say no if you're not ready. And I yeah, agree with that 100%, Shelby. Do not be afraid to say no. That's why I am not afraid to 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 disagree with people because no is just a word. You know, I, right. you know, I, you, I mean, okay, so someone says, says no. Okay, and so how many times in life have you heard, heard no? You know, right. get get over it, move on. You know, and you're probably going to be happy that that person did say no. 
Well, you know, yeah. if you look back at, you know, and you were talking about celebrities, I'm going to point out a pair of celebrities. Um, Johnny Cash, that's Roseanne Cash many times, or June Carter, I'm sorry. June Carter, he asked her several times, you know, and she kept telling him no and kept telling him no, you know, and then one day she finally said yes, but he continually asked her, you know, I mean, if you, if you do want the person, okay, if you're not ready to get married, tell him you're not ready to get married. <laughs> and that's what I He'll say. just continually ask you if. Or, or maybe they, they, they won't, maybe they'll, they'll stop asking and they'll walk away and either you missed out or you're happy that they found somebody else. So Chris, Chrissy says, my ex didn't really ask. He told my whole family that he's going to, uh, that you were going to marry him. He was very possessive. So, uh, see, crazy says I've been asked twice. That's one thing I say right away. Don't know because I won't. Oh, crazy, crazy. All right, everyone. Uh, Shy Lady, you have any last last words? No, great show. <laughs> That's your last word. Okay. Crucible, are you still there? Okay. Well, then I'm going to wrap it up, guys. Uh, uh, thank I wanna, you very I much. I want to echo Shy Lady. Good show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, good show. Sorry about my rant. <laughs> That's okay. All right, guys. Um, I'm gonna leave y'all with some country since uh, Shelby was talking about uh, uh, Johnny Cash. So, <laughs> guys, tomorrow, I, you know, I I have to say this because I say this all the time. Tomorrow is Thursday. I really, 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 really try to have a fun show. And and DMAC, I know you say you've said many times that my Thursday shows are supposed to, to be fun. DMAC, I try. But if y'all gonna come in here being serious and turn a fun conversation in into serious, I'm gonna ask y'all to to you know keep that philosophy for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Because on Thursdays, I really try to have fun and we're laughing and joking and, and what have you. And you have somebody come in and, you know, like last week, it, you know, somebody said something really funny and it turned into this serious thing about. I'm not even going to say what it is because some they, they may go back and listen to my show. But anyway, uh, Roya, a Angie, welcome. We are we are ending now. But I really try for my Thursday shows to be to be to be fun shows. So tomorrow, I do have a topic that I think is going to be a fun show. So if y'all can just if y'all want to go serious and and you know whatever, then I'm going to ask y'all please don't. Okay, so okay, guys. On that note. <laughs> Here's some soothing country, and I hope to see you tomorrow.
And everyone, that's it. Oh, there we go. Enjoy the rest of your day or evening, wherever you are in the world. And I hope to see you tomorrow. Bye.